Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good morning. Good morning. Running commentary and uh, just sorting out my change. Oh, he's not ready. He's not ready. So it doesn't jingle. No, we're fine. We're on Hackney Marshes. Regular listeners, we've been here before. It's a huge, massive expanse of football. Yeah, like a recreational field. It's really good. There's a great park on here. And there's, I think, 30 football pitches. And we're going to run around the edge of it once or twice or three times or four times. There's a fast park run here, isn't it, meant to Yeah, it's, it's meant to be on the fast one. It's got a couple of hairpins on it. Right. I think it's normally only got one hairpin on it, but they've got building works going on. But yeah, it's all flat. Very and, nice. Uh, and very, very nice, soft. nice place to be. Soft underfoot. That's why we're here, isn't right. it? Right. Because uh, we're taking it easy. We're nine days out. We're not nine days out from anything. Um, but if you're, you might be listening to this. About nine days out from the London Marathon. As we run, some people will be just a couple of days away from Manchester. Yeah, I know people nipping over to Boston as well. That's around now, isn't it? April 9th, yes. April 9th, that's right. So that's nine days away. And uh, Brighton. A few people didn't get in touch. Talking about, you know, taper fear and aches and pains. I think a couple of things about it. I was thinking about it because we aren't. Because we are, but, you know, not much less than four weeks away from the marathon. I was wondering exactly how early a maranoia right, I'm, doing, I'm doing speech marks there can set in. I think you, as long as you're thinking about a long run, you can really uh, it's, it's, let those aches and pains in. Well, you? it's a weird phase, because you're a month out... So you've still you've still got a couple of weeks heavy training to go, but at the same time you don't want to mess everything up. Yeah. Well, I think so that I was thinking, right. I was thinking this on the way here today. There's no way, there's no way we would counsel stop running because you've got to keep your hand in. You know, you've got to keep training. You've got to carry on staying as good as you become. But I think it's true to say, and I think I'm getting this from experts we've spoken to, that from about three weeks or a month away. You're unlikely to get any better. Yeah, yeah you're I mean, maintaining fitness, and that's good. But um, you know, if it's a judgment call, if you're saying I could run today or not, but I've got like this pain, then your chances of um, working on your recovery yes, are yeah. higher than working on your fitness. Yeah, it's so if, if that's the roll of the dice, that's where you're at. Isn't it's it? a weird one. I mean, I think 
classically four weeks before the marathon tends to be most people's highest mileage yes in the training cycle and yeah. then the taper definitely the last three weeks but not falling off a, a, a cliff no uh, if that's topical this morning yeah just before we sign it's Brexit article 50 and fall off a cliff yeah. but um it's I mean there's a story to tell it because I'm I'm slightly carrying crook? something at the moment yeah well talk me through you first because you're you've got well, a bit of a I'm all right, you know. I think that um, I was gonna, this is more sort of wider. This has certainly been my experience. Yeah. And maybe it's to do with uh, age and running experience as well. But I think that what you do is four weeks out from a marathon, you run 20 plus miles. Yes. Yeah. You think that was brilliant. I feel great. Right. And then three and a half weeks to three weeks out from a marathon, you go on a little run. And you come back thinking, everything's hurting. What could possibly be wrong? That was only five miles. Right. And what it is, is it's DOMS, isn't it? Yes. Delayed yeah. onset muscle stress. And we're not used to it. I just think as humans, we're much better with the acute than the chronic. And I think that's what feeds into the paranoia. You get, you get home after a five miler and think, why is that hurting me? Yeah. And it's yeah. because You've you're recovering from year 21, but it was a week ago. So you kind of forget and yes. start yeah, yeah, thinking yeah. about it all wrong. So yeah, around the end of... Last week, a few days after our um, um, Brighton run, everything was hurting. Specifically, I really don't think I'm very good at running two days right. on, the, on the trot, and I did two days last week. Right, right. So then I did actually bin off one run, just a little one, yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Um, because the pains I had in my legs were a bit weird. <laughs> yes. I had a sharp, twingling pain over my right knee, which is very strange, and a bony ache. In my right ankle. It's distinguishing between just sort of painy, achy, and worrying pain, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's that kind. And once you're that close, you get scared. Can be quite hard to distinguish. And that yeah. bring you back to my first thing: is that if in doubt, take the time because you're yeah. much, much more likely to get the benefit of recovery than you are to get the benefit yeah. from hard training. And you're much fitter than you think you are as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's getting too late for that fitness to all fall away. But don't jump off a cliff. So, yeah, that was good. But then I did hurt at the weekend. And I still... But I think I'm on top of it in terms of the fear and the weird pains. Right. I think as long as I'm sensible. So you started to feel it a bit when we went for the run with old Kate Carter Yeah, it was week. kind of the next day, really. I felt right. good, good about those that yeah. the day before. Right. And then at the weekend, it was like, yeah, something's a bit odd here. So I didn't run on Saturday. Right. And now I've run again on Monday. That was great. And it's Wednesday. I can feel it, but then you can feel it when you run a lot always. I mean, so I what about you? Well, around about the uh, few days after the Bath Half Marathon, I had these weird pains in my in my toe. Yeah. My second big toe, the toe next to the big toe, which is actually longer than the big toe, which I've since found out is, means that I have Morton's toe syndrome. Right. Which is the uh, a syndrome. Which is a symptom, apparently, of enlightenment. So I'll take it. I'll run with that. I never would have run with you if I knew you had a syndrome. Yeah. I'm not prepared to <laughs> think about that. And I've also got... <laughs> I've also got flat feet. Right. As well, and I tend to pronate. And the combination of this... You know that weird... G- the ganglion thing I had for ages? Yeah. That was obviously a bit of a weakness in the foot. Yeah. And that went. But the weakness remained. And basically, I've got a bit of a... Just a bit of a foot problem. Right. I started. I wonder if there's anything you've done through your life that's exacerbated that. Well, I think it's just being flat-footed. Yeah, yeah, just been daft. And running and doing football. Yeah, maybe, maybe running, maybe 
and increasing mileage, but it's been growing for a while. Yeah, I've had yeah. that weakness for ages. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I so I started googling. Thought I'd broken something, hadn't? It's a cute. Did you cuboid. think you had a David Beckham? Or something? I thought I had a metatarsal thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's not. It's a cuboid thing, which is a system of bones that holds together loads of other bones in the foot. Tarsi. That was a crossword clue I got the other day. Tarsi, a word. <laughs> Groups of bones. Yeah. Tarsi. So I went to this uh, this guy who does feet. Because to recap on your running after our. Um, Brighton 21, 22. You uh, went out, you were running 22 when we were out with Kate Carter, weren't you? Yeah, but because it was my wife's 50th, I had to do my. Uh, oh, so it's her fault. Absolutely not. No. It's her fault. But I had to, I blame her. Of course I blame her. Yeah, yeah. But I had to do my long run on the Thursday midweek, which meant that in one seven day period, I did run 86 miles. Yeah, yeah. Which is way more than I've ever done before. Yeah, and that's quite a lot. It's a lot of miles, isn't yeah, it? 86. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, you say you're fitter than you think, you know. And I know listeners know that I'm always comparing myself to you. And I added up how many miles I've run last week. Well, in, in five, six days. Yeah. And it was 45, 50. That's so. a lot. That's a lot yeah, of miles. That's loads of miles. So, yeah. But in terms of this kind of worrying pain and just okay pain, I'm just holding it. I'm manipulating my foot. I'm putting Tiger Balm on it. I'm going to this guy. Yeah. And I'm still doing everything I was doing. So when you're running, like when you're actually running, is it hurting all the time or does it fade back? Not really. It comes and goes. Yeah, yeah. It fades in and out, but it's a... It's one of those things. It's not ideal. If I wasn't doing a marathon in a month, I probably would not be running as much. But but I am caught a little bit in that London or bus syndrome. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're allowed to take the bus. And a lot of the routes are closed on the day. Have I misunderstood? Go on the grass, go on the grass, Paul. But you chat to people We've about it. We've got to it. a path, but I chat to people about it at the club, and I was like, I've got this foot thing. And, and they were just really matter-of-fact about it. They were like, um, but can you still run? I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. And they're obviously all carrying stuff. A lot, of, yeah, yeah. a lot of runners tend to be carrying something that's bothering them yeah, yeah. at any one time. That's what you get from running a lot. Yeah. And there's just loads of self-diagnosis going on and yeah, manipulations yeah. and massage. And have to cross it. Especially at this stage. Yeah. And particularly when you pile on the training. Yeah. Pile on the training. Yeah, like that's it. funny of him because he can see the pile on. Is that right like the one that's behind that house you were He was, by? honestly. He was as big as that. <laughs> <laughs> Does it affect the market value at all? So do you feel like you've psychologically got past it, even if you haven't physically got past it? I feel like I'm psychologically accommodating it. Yeah. I feel like I'm annoyed with it. At first I was like, I had a day where I thought I wouldn't be able to do London. Yeah. And that was pretty hard work. But I've sort of realised that I can do it just... Oh, look, here's the river. Sorry. Just go for it, yeah. Take you've sort of realised that you've... Uh... So, look at that bird. That's a, what's a, that's a egret. That's a rare, it's like a white heron. Nice, nice That's little photo. That's good, isn't it? I'll go on that. See if you can see that. See that white bird there? Just Egret, guys. Let me shoot this. This is the Lee River at the north end of Hackney Marshes. A good excuse to stop for a second. And from here, you get a brilliant view as well of the Olympic Park up the other end. Although they're building it now, so... Ernest Kapoor's uh, twisty-turny thing is surrounded by uh, scaffolding. So it looks less like a spaceship than it normally does. Still, pretty cool. It's a nice little view. So I don't really... I'm just sort of cool with it. It's just there. You've yeah, just, yeah. just got to be dealt with. I don't think it's going to 
affect my pace too much. I think if you and I think I'll benefit from a taper and more massage before the. That's what I was going to say. I think as long as I think it's that thing of running and not running. You know, I think that it's hard to get your head around it, but at the fitness we're at, that keeping running but not running millions of miles, you can actually recover while still training. Although I am running a lot of miles. Yeah. So how I long? Mean, how many have you run since? Have you run any more long runs since last Thursday? No, but I will be doing. I will be doing on Sunday. I'll do about 60 miles this week, and then yeah. 45, and then. So you're not so much leaving it alone as just hoping for the, just. Yeah, I'm just bothering it, hoping for the best, and, and treating it simultaneously. Well, I went out um, on Monday, thinking, oh, I'll skip that run on Saturday. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be fit for London. Uh, you know, worried about these knees, and then. Uh, I went out and I was really trying not to go off too fast, yeah. but just pootling along. And my pootle, my bimble, yeah, it's pretty fast. Good, good. You know, but not ridiculous. I wasn't hammering it. Yeah. But it was faster than when we run and talk. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that felt good because it felt very natural. It was very unforced. Good. And good. then I felt good. I did all my exercises. Did the full length plank. Like it. Yeah. I sat down for lunch. I kind of reset my. Uh, Eating and drinking right. rules. Oh, no, look, I was wrong about Anish Kapoor. Look, it's right there. We're just outside when I took the picture. What an idiot. There you go. Pretty fancy. See, it looks like a spaceship. Sorry. And tell me when the spaceship lands. So when we get to this next bit, should we do the avenue between the... Uh, no, we'll go around the edge. So if anyone's uh, listening and got this Morton's toe thing... I'll be interested in any insights into it. Particularly if you've had it in the past and come through it, I suppose. Because some, some people get rid of the joints, get rid of the second joint in the toe because of it. Ah. Apparently it, does cause, it, does, it can cause problems. Right. Because I pronate as well and my, you know, my stance is a bit... So after. When I was a young lady in Victorian times, I did have a couple of ribs removed to yeah. wear corsets. I'm actually thinking of having some ribs removed for the marathon. Just to, yeah. There's something a bit wrong with my arm carriage. I was actually going to get my elbow joints removed as well and just kind of flop my arms. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think that would be more economical. you should have your head removed. Yeah. <laughs> just get my neck kind of... So my head's just lolling with the flopping arms. Sounds good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a doctor. Tom Kitson looks really healthy. I'm not a doctor, but it's just sense. <laughs> it's just good sense. Yeah. And you know, it's the will of the people. Yeah. So just hack it off and hope for the best. So See what it's nice. it's just I made it a Brexit thing. So kind of like a... <laughs> That's weird. There's a this little... This is where alien landers. This is where they all land. This is where the UFOs come That's right. this to play football on a Saturday. Cut a loop in the mud. It's a grassy loop off the end of that football. I don't know what it's for. It's crazy, isn't it? Very strange. What do they call it? Crop circle. It's like a very muddy, definitely provided by Hackney Council, crop circle. Right. Nice. Very nice. mysterious. It's kind of ugly. So, well, I'll tell you what made me happy. And to be fair, it was after that run and exercise. This, these look, I like the look of these. These They're good. Paths. Maybe we'll do them second lap round, shall we? I'm keeping them on. I'm keeping you off the tarmac, bar. Yeah. That's my plan. Which is fair enough, yeah. Um, so, also, this time of year, you run that um, road through the trees and that marshes. It's a really good bit of road, because in your head it's just a little quarter of a mile, but it really loops around. So it's actually yeah. a long mile. But at this time of year, it's full of bugs. Right. Tiny little midges 
being born off the trees and the river. Just and attacking us. Yeah, you just, just get a, you just get a cloud of them. You end up running, talking with floppy arms. <laughs> yeah, flapping both hands and going. <laughs> <laughs> and people Put just don't say hello. People coming the other way as you come flapping down, saying. <laughs> It's a deep pleasure to just running on grass, isn't it? Yeah. It's nice. We're not going to go barefoot today, though. We're not bashing. Another well, I'm day. actually wearing these toe separators that this that this bloke suggested. Are they toe separators or toe removers? No, they're toe separators. Good. Toe, just between the big and the Morton's toe, a kind of yep. fleshy globule. All right, no, plastic. no, no one wants to hear that. So that's uh, that's the, it's because of the, the way weight gets transferred through the toe, apparently. Yeah. No, I hear that. So we'll see. My toes hurt with a bit of distance. Yeah. Nothing so serious. I am. Um, yeah, all that exercise and uh, planking on Monday. I thought, oh, it's good. It felt easy. <laughs> I sat down for a lunch. Sat down for it straight away. You know, to refuel, as it were. And I've really been watching all my portions and things. Right. I had a very healthy lunch. It was a smoothie and uh, some a smoothie, by the way. This is my favourite smoothie. Uh, in YouTube, Rob's recipe for the day. Here we go. Avocado. Yeah. Handful of spinach. Like it. Rinsed, obviously. A lemon. I just peel off the outside yellowy bit. Right. But leave the pith on, you know. Um, so a whole lemon. You whole just lemon. Throw a lemon in. Right. Lemon. Avocado. Right. Handful of spinach. Handful of blueberries. Yeah. Ice. Water up to the line. Really whiz it till it's smooth. Yeah. It's really nice. I Sounds mean, good. Actually nice. Sounds good. Green. It's just the right amount of sweet. Very I used healthy. to make it with goji berries, but I think they're a bit of a snake oil. And the, uh, they're a bit overrated, aren't they? Hideously yeah. expensive. Really expensive. Ours had gone off, so right. I threw them away. And do you know what? It tasted less sweet and was all the better for it. And also it was green instead of a sludgy, muddy colour. Sounds great. Yeah, I, I can recommend it. I'll be having what I'll have on today. And some... Hummus and oat cakes, but not many oat cakes. And I sit there thinking, I'm really fit, I'm really set, you know, the weigh-in was good, it's all good. And then I realised they're just lightly trembling. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I've been exercising slightly harder than I thought yeah. I had. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually I'm unable to move. I am fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is me, normal. <laughs> I've, uh... Ivor? No, it's Robert. Oh, I've developed a uh, slightly... Not particularly healthy regime after Tuesday training. Yeah. Went to Eastside yesterday and we did six miles tempo, tempo yeah. on the road, which is something I'm, I can never do on my own, run fast and steady on my own. So you go through this goal just for the satisfaction of it? Just for the... Goals are important. For the Kes moment. I think I missed And uh, what I've started to do is uh, go training on Tuesday and then nip to the chippy afterwards. Yeah, good. So I get... Good stroke back. I get a nice portion of chips... <laughs> with some mushy peas yeah yeah take my own chip back with some mushy peas yeah when I was a banana when I was like 11 I was going to swimming two or three times a week yeah doing serious swimming I could like swim a length underwater right I was in the school squad for breaststroke but the fish the swimming pool was opposite the chip shop and yeah I used to go in there and have it's great, isn't it? large chips a couple of battered sausages lovely maybe a fish cake right and uh, have a guess by the time I was 13, which I was, A, fat, <laughs> or B, top swimmer. Yeah. I think you put on a bit of lard. Yeah. 
bit of lard. I'm never really into the sausage thing. I just got chips. Just chips. A chip butty for me. The worst of it was that chip I butty. thought um, it's that carb double, isn't it? You want the bread and the potatoes. Yeah. Um, I w- the worst day was the day I went in and ordered Savoy's because I thought that's what battered sausages were. But no. What is Savoy? Savoy's like a Savoy. soft, spicy red sausage. Right. Ooh. Ooh, it's like a torture. Savoy. Savoy. Which, of course, is the unofficial theme tune of the London Marathon. ba 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 here comes Paul Radcliffe tucking into a Savaloy. The final two hundred metres. I don't think that's a Savaloy. Is that a what's crouching by the road? Is that a Savaloy? And we can move away, move away. Immediately, we should probably move away. So, coming up on once around the marsh. How far do you think that was? How far do you think it is around? Maybe the two, maybe two miles. What do you think? We'll find out. We'll find out. I think we'll be disappointed. I don't think we're going quite to. But something happened in that direction. The answer is just over two miles. Just over two. Let's go round again. Oi, oi, Savaloy. Maybe we'll turn back the hands of time. So they're setting up some kind of sprint football session there. That wasn't there first time around, was it? Let's have a look at that. It's all change. It's all change around here, mate. What's that exercise? I saw some people doing that near our near my house. What, what, Past Hackney Marshes Centre, by the way, that's where we started. Good place. It's got a toilet that's important to Paul. Yeah, it is good, yeah. She's training. These guys are doing some skills. Some football training, some drills. Um, I like it. Apparently, my uh, daughter's school teachers yeah. come to relief last Friday. All right. And... Uh, it does the school teacher took one of those shallow football cones that they have. Um, you know, the little to mark areas out in the playground. Right. Red one. And she put it on her face so that all you could see was her nose. <laughs> said, I've got this, something's wrong with this. <laughs> it's good comedy. I missed the comedy relief. I heard it was a really good show this year. Did you? No. <laughs> it's an impossible show anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too noisy and chaotic. And yeah. And also, I think one thing has maybe been lost and maybe it needs some, some kind of fresh angle. But I think one of the things that made Comic Relief good in the first place is that it was important to the people on it that it was funny and everyone was impressed with their right. humour. Because I think the problem with Children in Need is that... It's that sense of it's all for a good cause, so it doesn't have to be funny. Right. And I think from a performance point of view, that can be really excruciating, can't it? Yes. It's something sort of loosely comedic. But not funny. But no one's trying to make it actually funny. It's it's, it's awful. It can become a harder watch than the little videos that say, It's awful, yeah. These children are starving. So... all people want is for it to be funny. Yeah. But, you know... Good cause. Our mate Sarah Cox danced for 24 hours. Amazing. I mean, I danced for 36 hours in Fergus McVeigh's kitchen once, but they were different times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> dancing, I tell you, I think dancing quite sorted out my foot, because it was uh, Rachel's 50th at the weekend. Oh, yeah. And we had a good old dance-off. It was a great party, actually. Yeah, good. Because it was just classic... Get drunk and dance for hours with loads of mates. Stupid part. Good, good. And they're just the best, aren't they? Of course. You get them so rarely as you get old. Exactly. So you just know how to Just goofing around. And, oh, it was brilliant. 
really good fun. Oh, good. Is that and that's she's having more than one party, right? She's having a party in Devon, yeah. Good. It's becoming like a festival of her 50th. Good. Which she deserves. Absolutely. The big five o. That's right. Well, Hawaii, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you have this Hawaii like it? Yeah. Like it. We had Toby Jones DJ, name drop. <laughs> nice. Dobby on the decks. <laughs> Dobby Taking it very seriously. <laughs> and uh, I watched. Um, there's a really good uh, the uh, David Touche yeah. Murder on an Express with, uh, you know, Poirot. Right, yeah. Um, it's, it's really excellent because it's Suchet. Yeah. It's quite recent. And they kind of took it up a notch. Right. You know, so you've seen, you know, got those ones from 10, 20 years ago with uh, Hastings that last an hour. And it's like, oh, Inspector Jep. And it's all very cosy and like heartbeat. Right. And then this Murder on the Orient Express... It's like a Hollywood film. Really? It's a really classy production. Great cast, including uh, all the British actors are great. You're in there. Hugh Bonneville's in there. And what's the guy? Morrissey. Is it David, David Morrissey. Morrissey's yeah. in there? And then Americans, Barbara Hershey, Jessica Chastain, and David Suchet's in it as well. And of course, he's playing the same role, but he really steps up. He's like... So much talent around here. Yeah, it's so good. And, uh, of course, your mate, W on the Dex, is in that. He turned up the... Playing a really, really nasty American. I think he's, he's quite enjoying playing nasty roles at the moment. Yeah. He's a nasty fan. Although he wasn't nasty in the Agatha Christie that was on at Christmas. Oh, he's just great. He's always good. Yeah, he's always good. He's always good. Well, get him out for a run. He, he likes listening to running commentary, actually. Funnily enough, in bed he listens. Right. He, he, he likes to listen to us breathing heavily before he goes to sleep. He finds it quite relaxing. Okay. Slightly odd. Yeah, I mean... But a fan's like, a fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Listen to listen. <laughs> Good. Hello, People. Toby. <laughs> don't touch that. People listen in all zones, don't they? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, oh. Hey! hey. Really going to injure me for that one. <laughs> I kicked a plastic bottle. And I liked it. I kicked a taste of the <laughs> strong bow in it. So you've been doing gigs and you've been... I had a weekend down at Up the Creek in Greenwich. Any good? Oh, yay! It's a lovely. The old famous Up the Creek. Yeah, really nice. Good gigs. Tough. It can get pretty lively, though, can't it? It's it can very... get on the, on the extreme side of lively. It's very um, alpha. Right. You know... Every there are lots of unreconstructed southeast London men in there. Tough, tough geezers. proper geezers. Yeah, and they kind of love it. Yeah, and you kind of I know I'm me. I just talked about yeah. having a YouTube and a smoothie and eating hummus. Yeah, but you know I meet some of these guys and think they don't even know what a nutribullet is. Yeah, I want to say it's 2017. You yeah, know, bit of self awareness, and then so because of that you get this male female thing. So many couples. It's like, and lots of Hand very nights. feminine, yeah. very well turned out uh, women of all ages, but they're kind of all tokened to a man. Yeah. Even if it's a group, it's like men and women in the group. And if it's a group of women or men, they're all celebrating something. And the whole it's thing. It's traditional, is, isn't it? Yeah. There's a lot of battle lines in there. Yeah. But the, and then the least of your worries is. It's how, uh, yeah, how uh, what, what's the word, how spicy they are as an audience. It's what everyone worries about. But the moment you show you any good... They like it. They're kind of filing behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, so, they're so keen to have a good time there. Exactly, and it's yeah. a great room. So it's really kicking. I suppose ultimately it comes back to me that I'm thinking, hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm uh, quite a self-aware 
North London Guardian reader. <laughs> what do you think of me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We yeah, like right, you, just mate. Be funny, mate. Whatever. Yeah. No just problem. Crack a joke about it. Let's move on. <laughs> All right then. Jog on, mate. Yeah. So had a good time. It's a lovely club, and of course, I was doing stuff about running and everything, and I. Uh, the marathon, London Marathon, goes part, literally past the front door of the creek, which is always a nice. Of course it is, yeah. I did it one, uh, I think I did it on the Friday before the marathon once, and they were already putting the barriers out. Exciting, <laughs> exciting. Yeah. Come, let's not go this way, we're going to get stuck. I, I had an idea that we'd go around behind the b- building works, but... Did we come this way for that? I can't remember this one. We did, we just, um, we just headed for that corner, right. which was a good idea, look at that. That's why the, um, there's two hairpins on the park run. I think they're building, you know, that lovely Hackney Marshes Centre? Yes. You know, uh, you know, the, uh, in the Lord of the Rings? Yeah. You've got Minas Tirith, which is like the White Tower, and Minas Morgul, which is where Sauron's eye is. Right. That's what they're building here. It's like an yeah. evil opposite. Yeah. <laughs> like it, like it, yeah. And Sauron's eye will be able to look it's all coming along. It's coming along. It's part of Brexit. Yeah. Because someone's going to cut Nigel Farage's fingers off and he's going to turn into a big fiery <laughs> eye in the sky. Keeping an eye no, on London. Shut up, I don't. <laughs> Sorry to get all journalistic and technical. So, talking of doing comedy about the old running. Yes, right. I got a video from, uh, from Comedian Mark. Yeah. I thought I'd have a look at this. Specifically, I'd quite like to, because that bit I, isn't online or anything. I want to do a video of my bit about running and yes 90s music and uh, so I watched that video and do you know what I found out what I found out mate got a bit of a gut on me <laughs> <laughs> rubbish <laughs> what are you on about mate <laughs> no don't what even what are you on about so um, yeah but actually we talked about strategies and food and drink I have lost half a stone since since Bath have you really yeah that's amazing. And I haven't tried too hard. That's I really amazing. think it is. It's just resetting your things. You know, I, I'm, you should never starve yourself. And I would never starve myself. I've got a really healthy appetite. I just went back to Deering's original rules from when I first lost weight, which were um, no bread, no beer, portion control. Yeah. That's half a stone. How long is it? It's three That's weeks. That's amazing. That's great. You're going to feel the difference, you know. It also just goes to show that despite not being as heavy as I used to be, that's a J flying up into the trees. Good old spring. It's still so easy to put on weight, isn't it? Yeah, and also, if it falls off that easily, it's extra weight. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just comfy. It's just a... So, certainly... uh, Well, that's great. I might put that video on the internet, just so I can say, see? Look at the gut on that. Maybe you could splice it with a... Another one filmed at a different venue, you know, post-marathon. Why don't I just get two photos and make a flick book? Yeah. <laughs> before? I could oh. fill in between, oh, with like a, just with a black marker pen. So we're back at the corner by the Lee Bridge. The weather's slightly picked up, I would say. It's nice, it? isn't it? Sun's We've had some really down. nice weather, haven't we? Last couple of days some have been really beautiful. beautiful. I think uh, there's been a lot of uh, marathon talk, but talking to people who are listening in bed, in the bath, in the car. I was talking to a friend of mine who loves to run uh, in an email yesterday. Yeah. And she was saying, yeah, I've been really busy. I haven't done much running recently. I say, fair enough. You know, if you, if you were thinking you like to run, but you didn't do any, or if you made a uh, New Year's resolution, but then dropped it off, 
here's a little note. Spring's come. Yes. Running's just suddenly got it good. It just makes you, yeah. you want to run more, doesn't it? That's right. I mean, I think that's a nice time. You often see, I think a fair few people see these spring marathons on telly. I think I could get into that. It's a bit like Wimbledon, isn't it? Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. If you go for a run after a marathon, fair enough. If you try and be good at tennis after Wimbledon and you've never played before, the effects won't be quite the same. <laughs> it's quite, I remember when I was running, but not as into it as we are now and then and you'd see the runners a spring approach the people been running all all through it and it was that kind of rebirth thing isn't it when you've been running through the winter yeah when the sun comes out you just feel it gives you a zip doesn't it it's like a gift especially for you yeah, it's fun and I think but it's true isn't it if you haven't been running this last yeah, few just, weeks just keep back into it part of us would love to have not been running and this is a lovely time to start and if you've ever run before you will be amazed at how your body remembers it yeah It'll come back. Give it a couple of runs, you'll be back. It's got, yeah, it's got nice, it's got clearer, it's kind of limpid. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Did you do anything special on Mum's Day then, mate? Oh, uh, yeah, we went to Ikea. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice, just for her, just to yeah. celebrate, Rita. It was, it was yeah. her choice, and it was good. Yeah. But it was not, as you say, all that special. <laughs> <laughs> Did you but we were gambling on the fact that there wouldn't be that many people there, because it was Mother's Day. Loads, loads of people. Loads of people. <laughs> <laughs> just rammed to the house. Absolutely rammed. We bought an armchair. <laughs> right. And had to uh, take it out of its box in the car park to fit it in the car. And then uh, two of the Deerings had to get a bus. The daughter finagled away into the car. family expedition. And then I drove with the car seat folded <laughs> comedically around me <laughs> like a little scoop. So that when I tried to put that on the sun visor, it just wedged between my forehead. Basically, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> there was room for my head, but not for my hair. Still driving. <laughs> and then me get, taking said armchair up the stairs was a, was a little bit of fun. A as joy. Well. There's the hair I'm talking about. 
Nice. <laughs> we had the uh, with us. It was the it was the day after the uh, the party. Oh so, gosh. Yeah. So we had because the party went on. First off at the party... Was we the were, party in your house? No, it was at uh, Crouch End Town Hall. Oh, excellent. We were originally going to lose now. We got there and security said, oh, the clock's go forward, so it's got to finish at one. We were like, uh, <laughs> That's a cheek. That was a bit cheeky, but eventually <laughs> they came round to our way of thinking. Good. And we, uh, I mean, that absolute nonsense, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. We paid for this place for six hours from eight till two. Yeah. You can't... <laughs> yeah, we've, we're going to follow the... I'm sorry, mate, I'm not going to take this. Well, never mind. We're not mate. having this. Your own <laughs> thing about time existing. It's like the yeah, clock yeah. going forward is a fairly spurious thing. Yeah. That's done sometime in the night. So for them to interpret that to mean, we're taking an hour off you. And then they were like, it's the will of the people. And we normally uh, <laughs> we normally start shutting it down about quarter to anyway. So, you know, they were talking about coming in at quarter to one to shut down the party. That's not going to happen. No, there's going to be a battle if you do that. These 50-year-old ex-ravers <laughs> going. And we, we and eventually we ended up going to about half two. Got a few people back to the house. I went to bed about half four. Just tried to sneak off. He was on those where he just looked around and thought, I'm off to bed. I'm <laughs> yeah. not even going to say goodbye. This is it. <laughs> but you're that kind of bloke, see, I can imagine that. Well, there was always one back in the day who would just slip away. It was just was so... You? People were just so hammered. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He was just, he was just gone way beyond... People were just saying exactly what they thought of each other. Yeah, brilliant. In a funny way. But it was like, it was like I just need to go to bed now. I just got really tired, Rob. Yeah. It's half four in the morning. We just got it's bed. fair enough. Yeah. You're old. <laughs> got bed. <laughs> Julie fell asleep on a on the smallest sofa you've ever seen <laughs> and slept for eight and a half hours. That's fantastic. Which is amazing. Oh, the spirit of the old days was yeah. there. And this then is we beautiful. And we all went. We all went up and went for a meal, big Sunday lunch because Rachel had a family day. And then people just started drinking again. <laughs> and then at four, how was she? Was she? I mean, that's brave. That's impressive. Rachel was okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it was Julie was the main one. She, she proclaimed at four o'clock that she was on a roll. Yeah. And then... Well, someone probably really left it on the sofa the yeah. day before. <laughs> yeah. It just got really messy. Yeah. Sunday was actually messy. Sometimes the day after the party is more messy than the actual and party. Also, and I, I, yeah, and I also think that after the party, uh, a good party is always better. Yeah, because you've got the party to chat about. Yeah, exactly. You've got the relief that the party's over, so there's no tension. And you want to keep it alive. Yeah, and you want to keep going. Yeah. So, so did they you, did keep it going. We went to uh, Mildred's for a vegetarian and vegan meal on Sunday night. Like it. It nice. felt like a real treat at the time. But me and Julia, we got on the horse. We stopped drinking on Sunday. Right. Properly, both of us. Yeah. Four weeks at least. It's marathon related. Pre-marathon, yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I can relate to that. Yeah. And uh, that all seemed lovely, but compared to your do... It doesn't sound much good. It's good. It's a nice smothering Sunday. Sounds fun. I'd like to not drink this month. Yeah. We're going to see how it goes. Did I mean, you drink on Saturday? Did you drink on Sunday? I drank vodka cranberries on Saturday. Yeah. Which was great. It just kept me going. Lovely. I came home after up the creek on Saturday night. And I made myself a vodka martini. A really, really good one. Right. Oh, Rob's recipe of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Use Stolich Naya vodka. It's pretty basic. Stolich just not smear enough. Yeah. Keep it in the freezer. It won't freeze. It'll become very, very cold and viscous. A little bit before you want your martini. Put a martini glass or a champagne bowl into the freezer. Yeah. Right? Make sure you've got some ice. Okay. Now you need a measurer. And uh, or uh, two measures, one twice the size of the other, ideally. Yeah. And uh, a little jug or a glass to stir it in, 
and a uh, spoon and a pot of uh, green pitted olives in brine, right? Like it. What you want is two and a half large or five small measures of your frozen vodka. Half a measure of vermouth. The uh, perfect vermouth is Noily Pratt. Okay. Um, and then uh, that's, uh, that's five to one, right? Two and a half to a half or five to one. Right. Uh, pour them into the uh, glass, mixing glass, over a load of ice. Yeah. Stir. Like it. Like Stir it. them for a while. Give them a good stir till it's all easy, icy cold. Pour the, uh, pour it into the chilled glass without the ice. So you put the spoon on the ice, pour it in. And take the spoon. You've been stirring with the back end of the spoon, right? Right, okay. Then you take the spoon and you get yourself four olives. You get them two at a time. Keep all the water that comes with them. Yeah. <laughs> and take a third spoonful of water. That's really dirty. Dirty. But that's the way you want it. That's dirty. And I'm telling you, that is the perfect vodka martini. Chewing it, James Bond. There's nothing like it. He's got no idea. So I made one of those and did the washing up. And that is a drink that will get you through four weeks of not drinking. Also get you through the washing up. Exactly. It was the best, most fun I've had doing the washing up. Everyone, see, the dairy, I wasn't that late. Yeah. But everyone was tired and the clocks were going forward. It wasn't just that everyone was in bed. They'd all been in bed for hours. I'll tell you what, you do feel... I know it's, uh, it's not a lot, but you feel that lost hour, don't you? Oh, yeah. The mornings are a bit sharper, aren't they, this week? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, well, buddy this morning has got uh, to be at school early. She has to get up at 7 o'clock on a yeah, Wednesday. Yes, so my, my son did as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's like getting up at 6. He's very... Exactly. Yeah. And we were very good, I think, because we both had to do it. Right. We are both being really brave, but... There weren't many uh, words exchanged. No. I'll tell you that much. God, it's tough. Mind you, I slept really badly last night. I woke up after about an hour. Yeah. With a bad headache. Had trouble getting my sleep, kept waking up. Dehydrated? I think it was Brexit for you. Was it? And then I started getting stress genes about this run. I joked really? we were here. I was like, I'll be there in a minute. I didn't bring the headphones. <laughs> I just got to go back in and get the headphones. I think it was too much Frasier before bed. It always goes wrong in Frasier. So, we're coming up on twice around the marshes. I think we can do... Can we do one more? Yeah, sure. I think we should. I'm going to carry one more. So that's two and a a bit. We, uh... This bridge on the left here, while those building works are there, just at the end of the park run, you turn left over that bridge. Right. And the beginning of the park run is up here ahead of us. So that's a bit of a swift turn, isn't it? Get a better picture of it. That's worth. You suddenly turn off onto that. Should we get a little... Let me show you. So you come down here. Yeah, this is where you start. This run towards me. As you start in. And then you've got... And on the way back, you suddenly have to come back down there. That's a tough little turn. And then there's a a hairpin on the other side. It's just a bit too far. It's a double hairpin. It really hurts. But... Once you know it's there, it's not a problem. It's doable. It's eminently doable. Yeah. And you can use all those coming back on yourself things. You can, you can turn them positively or negatively, can't you? you know, look it's down. funny whether, you, whether you, some people speed up into a hairpin and some people slow down. Yeah. I'm, I, I tend to slow down into it and accelerate out of it. Yeah. What's your, do you well, have, that's, do you have that's a tactic? That's like driving a car. Yeah. I just take it really easy. I'm absolutely terrible at turns. Right. Physically, I'm such a super tanker. The ideal run you for me... You have to do a three-point turn, It's always physically. a straight line. Yeah. So I basically come to a complete stop and then start again. Yeah. Rather than do anything sideways with my knees. Because they'd go... Get lateral. So, last week, 
I was uh, I'd done a new playlist of all running music. All right, yeah. I well, spent some time on it in Brighton actually after a run. Yeah. And I really was quite emotional about it. Some of the tunes on there brought me to tears. Right. <laughs> um, I made the playlist, came home, wrote this really heartfelt blog, and then I put a link to it on running commentary on Facebook, but Facebook just didn't post the link. Oh, that's a bit Because Facebook don't really like Spotify. Right. So instead, what came off was, do you prefer a podcast or music? And of course, everyone, probably from their own opinion, but also thinking about what we wanted to hear, everyone said, no, God, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, quite right too, but it's really hurt me. <laughs> don't worry about it. it uh, I didn't mean to ask, guys. It's because the link I wasn't there, wasn't it? It's because the link. It's because the But I didn't mean to ask. Look at this blossomy tree. That's a cherry tree. Don't be hurt. Taste of cherry blossom. Cherry lipstick. I kissed a tree and I liked it. Oi. Oi. Cherry blossom. But I realised also, running across the marshes there, the reason I like to run, listening to music, is because my head is always full of music. Right. More than my back. It's just taking control of whether it's any good or not, you know. Yeah. I was running down there in my coat and it was going... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I come up with this tune, it kind of went, yeah, 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 yeah. So I got that stuck in my head. You'd rather put a record on, wouldn't you? It has been proved that a bit of music makes your experience pain better, doesn't it? It can help you run faster, basically, at yeah, a certain yeah. level, can't it? Oh, totally. I mean, I, I need it. The other thing I found, though, when we were going back to Ryan again, because I was still there till the Monday, Yeah. I did another... I did a run quite similar to our long run, but just shorter. Right. So I did that long hill up into the downs, and then uh, turned right back to the sea and round, but on a slightly shorter loop, and also in much shorter weather. Did yes. I say shorter? That's not quite the word I meant. Up into a rainy cloud, freezing. It was, it was absolutely brilliant. It was a really good run. But I was so appreciative of doing this, because, you know, that hill, as I said, we did it deliberately, you know, to, to start off slow. And it, you do have to go slow, it's a proper hill. And, guys, so long. Yes. I didn't notice it when we Much did it. easier in company, isn't it? Yeah, God. It's so much easier running long distances in company. Yeah. Because you can go slow without thinking, oh, I'm never going to get Go slow there. and also have a chat. And sometimes you breeze along quite quick and you're just chatting so you don't feel it. And yeah. It just and compresses I, I time. I never would have done it. I had that, you know, I'm in that kind of music listening headspace. But I think when it comes down to it, it just goes to show that they all work. Yeah. That thing you didn't think you liked works. Even running on my own without music, I have enough experience with it to know it's not nearly as bad as I imagine it would be. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, when I do those long... We, I run to the podcast the other week and did it with you and Kate Carter from The Guardian. Yeah. Very good runner. Yeah, yeah. Very keen runner, very good runner. No right, you heard that last week. Yeah, yeah. Really insightful, really good fun. And then after she's that... She's going to have an amazing London. Yeah, she's going to do well in London. Yeah. And after uh, that, I ran another 11 miles on my own. Yeah. Pretty hard work. Yeah. Quite hard work, that. I bet you missed us. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did, yeah. The other thing about commitment, though, and the thing that made me realise that I might not be quite as much of a runner at heart as you and Kate is, we ran round Regent's Park that day without going in. Yeah, yeah, well, that's something I'd never do on my own. No. She, yeah, she, I'd always go in. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, that's a park. Yeah. 
She's like metronomic, isn't she? She yeah, likes yeah. a little. And metronomic is the best runner of all the uh, um, drum and bass DJs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> metronomic. <laughs> so, yeah. So if I have the option between a grassy park or a, or a road around a park, I'll always take the park. Yeah. Well, it's but, nice know, also to stop because someone's coming across. Right, well. Excellent to be in the grass in the park and still get to a crossroads and have someone come past. <laughs> Just at that moment. <laughs> it's really good. Um, the other thing about music and running is uh, I have uh, an old friend uh, who, well, a couple of my old friends were really good DJs back in the day. Yeah. And he uh, was excellent. And uh, very specific as well. He used to do a lot of, I think it was kind of before they called it trance, a lot of ambient house. You know, right. Really nice. Not drum and bass, very steady beats. Right. Smooth sounds. Yeah. Uh, so too fast for chill out. Sort of ultra, ultra tunes. Yeah, and chill out. Ultra the, mixes, yeah. yeah. And very, you know, no singing really. The odd sort of sampled vocal, but no sommy no. songs. Yeah. And uh, it used to make great. And then he'd make um, takes as well, which weren't all like that, you know. He'd tailor it to your needs. And we also liked Depeche Mode and the music of Star Wars. And a couple of times in the blog, I've talked about this tape that he did for me years ago, which started out with a theme from Star Wars. Right. And then went into Access, into the dance tune Access. What? How does that go? Bump, 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 and I so wish I had those two tunes bumped up against each other on my running playlist. Anyway, I mentioned it, and guess what he did? He did DJ Dapple, guess what he did? What did he do? He man? made me a brand new contemporary oh, playlist. Well, that's great. That's what got me through that exercise session on Monday. Have you got your playlist sorted for London? Well, yeah, I mean, there's like a billion songs on it. Right. So we'll see what happens. You can maybe do with that one. That yeah, segue at 22 miles. Get that on there. Yeah. Do you know the one? The one time I planned to hear one song in London was a few years ago. Now I wanted to hear Firework. I told you this story before. I think I have. Uh, but it made sure it was on the playlist. Right. But it didn't come out because there's a lot of songs on there. Which yeah. Is quite and then I was doing my recovery run in uh, Cardiff, yeah. and it played. Right. And uh, I thought, well, this you is just a started sprinting. Yeah. This is what I wanted to hear. And, I kind of imagined hearing it and seeing my kids on the sidelines. I started to really massively cry. <laughs> I thought, I'm actually quite glad. <laughs> I'm on my own in Cardiff for this. Have you seen that thing about the viewing gallery in uh, London's a bit messed up this year, isn't it? On the, uh, the normal zone where people go, you know, where they can see you twice sort of thing. Oh, yeah. I think there's some works happening around well, there. West Ferry Roundabout. I think so, yeah. I, I think, think that was the case last year as well. Was it? Right. Yeah. But it isn't, they haven't got, because last time they didn't have all those screens in the tunnels, they were fantastic. The big problem this year I've seen is that you can't get a train out of London Bridge. Right. What you can't get a train into. We're, if we're going to Green Start, yeah. Mays Hill, Right. this won't be a problem for everyone because it's different starts, so right. da da da. But best way to Mays Hill, all the other years is London Bridge. There's no trains from uh, London Bridge to Mays Hill. We've got to go to Cannon Street. Oh, dear. And then what? (laughs) Well, I was saying to my wife, oh, I think I might need a lift to Cannon Street. And she was like, oh, yeah. Oh, really? You have to find your brother. Yeah. yeah. How's that going to (laughs) go? When we get to this corner here, we've got to stop. I've got a stone in my shoe. Yeah, go for it. I also want to see how this building works coming along. What are they going to make? What do you reckon? Oh, there's a sign. Let's see what it is. 
Hackney Marshes Pavilion. It's going to be Hackney Marshes Pavilion. Hackney Marshes Pavilion. Nice. And this is where Sauron. A new high quality changing facility. Lovely. North March. But haven't they got an old high-quality changing facility? The pavilion will replace the existing changing room building and will complete the council's wider transformation programme for the marshes. Oh, great. 16 full-size changing rooms, four officials' rooms. Can never have too many officials' rooms. And a new social space, like it. Uh, So we can use that for uh, future parties. Yeah. You'll have to go. You'll have to go because... Here you go. Hold that a second, cool, would mate. you? I'm not going to put my phone on the ground. Oh, yeah, of course. Not after the last time. Badly. So these are my new shoes, which I've now worn for many a long mile, so they're not new anymore. Still feeling good, are they? I think they're good, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think when I go 15 miles plus, uh, my toes start to hurt, but I think that's from all the running. Not really a problem. Not There's not toe not trouble like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I know what I'm going to wear everywhere else. <laughs> I have started using a little Vaseline. Have you really? Only on the tops of my toes, though. Right. But I think it does. if you've got somewhere that's chafing that you discover in the chaining one, Vas is a first position, isn't it? Vas works a treat, doesn't it? Yeah. That raven there looks like he's lost it. He's sitting there on the top of the fence, like he's trying to think of something to say, but it won't come out. See that? Hello, mate. He's overlooking the works. I think he's the foreman on site. Yeah. He looks like this. Come on, mate. Come on. Enough of that. You've had half hour. Get on with it. He's raving. Pavilion won't 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 build itself. (laughs) I'm still contemplating going going off watch for the marathon. Who wants to be a pavilionaire? I don't. (laughs) I think you should definitely go off watch. It would be quite liberational, quite scary. Well, let's 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 speculate, right? If you're off watch for the London Marathon. What would uh, you what would you want to see on the mile marker clocks? Look, that's uh, that green bridge over the canal goes back to my house. So you're going past each mile. I'd want it to uh, well, about six forty fives. Yeah. So, but I'd, it's more like the the ten k markers. It's more about yeah, yeah. forty one minutes each ten k. Yeah. That's the simplest way of doing it. But there's a, there's, a, there's time at every mile marker apart from twenty six. Six forty five. Six forty. Thirteen and a half. 2015, 27. I can't do the maths. No, but I'd look at 5Ks and 10Ks. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Because that, that's part of the reason why I don't want to do it. Because you get, you, you do end up spending a bit of mental energy with calculations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a thing about people when you're chanting about the marathon. It's always, I want to go through the half in this and that in that, and I'm going to take a gel here, there, and there. And that's right. It's that sort of. Slight over anxiety about the plan. Yeah, that's right. Because really, you, you, you're reaching that stage where you're 20 miles in and you're just running. Yeah. Or you're not. Do you know yeah, what I mean? You know what it's, exactly. You know. Morning, and you know what the run you want should feel like. Exactly. And you should be able to trust that. I mean, yeah. I would say the only thing wrong with your plan of going off watch is that there's, in London, there's too much information. Yeah. You're not going to be able to ignore I know, but that, that's knowledge what I mean. of how you no, do it. No, but in a way, that's what I mean. Look at these two for joys. We talk about it. Three. Like it. Yeah. Three for a girl. Damn it. Someone else's joy. Four. Four for a boy. Four yes. There's loads. There's more. Listen to these. Loads of them. One in my bum. One in my bum. One in my But that's... About 18. What do you... But that, that's that why I'd kind of... I could do it in London off watchness because you're surrounded by time time anyway yeah so just, you're just taking it off your wrist yeah yeah you know because you, you're not going to get rid you know yeah you're bombarded with information absolutely and I think one of the reasons why I really liked York 
was because you could get into your flow. And you were just, I'll just something. Because no foreigners, that's what it was, wasn't it? No, no, there was just less people. <laughs> no, it wasn't that, wasn't that? There was just less people. <laughs> I found it uh, more, I found it really relaxing. No, absolutely. Just getting into that, just running. I was thinking about being a, I was joking, by the way, about the foreigners. Um, <laughs> um, I was thinking how, if I'm uncomfortable in London, particularly as a note after the busyness of Bath. Yeah. If I'm uncomfortable in London, I'm going to visualise, I'm going to imagine I'm in York. Yeah. You know? But I think also, you can always do that. You can always take yourself on a run and imagine you're on a different run. I mean, it always eases out. It always, you always find your flow, but... Yeah. It's just that with the, with the crowds and the constant time, and then you've also got your own time. Yeah, that's I'm right. I'm just removing one of those well, factors. Well, I never, I never do that. I've never, I never run with a watch. Right. And at an event, I'll start my timer so I've got the reference, but it's on my phone. Right. So it goes in my back pocket. Right, okay. And that's that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I can, I can attest that you, you know how you're doing. Yeah. But then, you know, I have fear of the watch. Like the whole fear of Strava. If I was wearing a running watch, I would look at it. Yeah, you end up checking it all the time, and it gets debilitating. That's right. It gets mentally I tiring. I told you about that guy, that really good runner in Scotland. He was going really well. But Just checking it. watch so often. Yeah. I mean, talking about the existence of time and yes. what, yeah. what it really means. One thing's for sure. He was virtually looking at his watch again before any time had passed. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm going go. faster than the speed of light. Yeah. Oh, no, I just haven't <laughs> stopped looking at my watch. Just focus on the person in front of you and try and catch them. You're, gonna, you're maintaining pace, you know. That's it's right, like you know, you know how you do That's right. Now, I think picking someone slightly ahead of you, it's great the way... I mean, you can also go mad doing that, obviously. You think, oh, there's that guy. I'm going to stay on them. And they're quite away from you, which is good. Keep your eyes up, your head up. You only keep following them. You think about something else for a bit. You look at them again. You suddenly realise it's different, a different person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you think, they've long gone. They're much yeah, faster yeah, yeah. than me. I'll never see them again. And then you see them again. They're still there. And People tend to plague you, don't they, during the, the race. You get these people pop, pop up and back. Yeah, as long as people are going steady. I did have one guy a couple of marathons ago who was making a fuss. Right. He kept diving across, going faster, going slower, cutting hard in to pick up water or going in the toilet. And the yeah. great thing about that is you just can't keep that silly rubbish up. No, you're going to stress so yourself out. So he disappeared out. after a while. But he went off making a fuss. You tie yourself up making a fuss, kids. Keep your head down. It's going to take all day. That's the... Uh thing that people forget about it, isn't it? In the, the, this sort of desire to over-control what's going to happen on the day. Yeah. It's a lot simpler than we make it, of yeah, course. Exactly. You're just going for a really long run. Well, it brings Obviously, you, you want to do it quite quickly and stuff, but it's... The elements are the same. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah and all this thing. You're in your trainers, you're going for a run. This is definitely <laughs> something we've said every other time we've done a marathon, but it's well worth a mention. And that is all this thinking, all this shenanigans... It's all, it'll get you through the first five, ten minutes, you know, and after that you're just running. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. All that stress, what am I wearing, what am I taking with me, what am I going to do with my phone, my gels, my watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's start line yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's saving grace, isn't it, you know? Yeah. I mean, from here, I'm not looking forward to the marathon, I'm looking past the marathon. Yeah. <laughs> to when I drink again. Yeah. <laughs> But it's that, that's the sort of, the stage that you're preparing for is the stage beyond all that planning and prep, isn't it? It's the sort of, 
18 to 24 mile zone. Yeah. Well, you are you are just in your essence as a runner, aren't you? Yeah, Doing a right. marathon. You are a marathon runner then. That's right. And uh, it's so beyond any kind of. Obviously, you're really knackered, but you, you can't control that stuff. No, no. You know, That's you're just there. So how how do you feel about it? And, all, and everything we're talking about is still <laughs> is still there. It's like surfing, isn't it? You know, it's like people saying, going back to me, people saying, I don't listen to music. Oh, I don't want to listen to music. I want to experience the crowds. You're doing all of it. Yeah. You're thinking about it. You're looking at strangers. You're enjoying the crowd. You're listening to music. And also, you're just running. Yeah. And everything, all those other things get kind of pushed back slightly. And you're just surfing them. Yeah. As long as those legs keep pumping, you're keep doing the job moving. you're there to do. Keep moving. But do keep running if you can. Keep moving the legs. And if you can't keep running, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And always looking for that little jump, hey, whatever it might be. Whether it's a high five or a sweet. Yeah. Or a good song. Or change your change your stride pattern a bit. Or, yeah. you know, it might be something really loose more running specific, you know. Yeah. yeah. Reset your posture. Yeah. Um, Start running the right way. Something. Yeah. <laughs> something's actually hurting. You can stop, rub it, stretch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just start up again. A little jump. Don't actually do a little jump because your legs will go. Oh, what are you doing? Why is he jumping? Just, it's, a, it's a term. It's a term. See that weird like jumping? <laughs> Don't jump. But of course, if your if your body does, you get these little aches and pains, and your body finds a way of running with them. That's it. But of course, that's where injuries pop up in different places. I had exactly that thing. Took that jumping my hair run last Saturday. I yeah. Uh, that was all to do with three pains: one in each knee, and one in my right ankle. Right. Set off my run on Monday. Yeah. And guess where I hurt? Where? Left hip. Left hip. Because <laughs> it's it all really hurt a lot. Because it's like, all oh, a different one. Well, that's it. None of them count. Because it's, it's all, all connected, just, isn't it? Yeah, it's all just bouncing around. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, have you had any massages? No. Or do you get any massages? I will. Yeah. yeah, just what, nearer the marathon you'll get the other well, one? I'd definitely get one after. I'd love yeah. to get one before. And I'd also like to do some yoga. But it's a bit late in the it gets day. Gets a bit pricey as well. There isn't much time. Yeah. But I'd like to balance myself up in that way. I'm going to get a f- few massages before the marathon, just to give us a bit. Of the main thing I'll definitely get. Do you still? Did that woman stop massaging you after you uh, didn't wear any pants? No, she still. I felt she kept on phoning me actually. <laughs> no, no. She's called Tanya. Yeah. And she. Will be massaging me a little bit before the marathon, yes. Yeah, yeah. She puts hot stones on you and you feel your muscles yeah. just loosen in a gorgeous way. Yeah. Yeah, good. She's great. Just as long as she doesn't put one really massive one on. Yeah. Like just to cover the, the marathon. Just to cover the groin. I yeah. can't. I can't get up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Always trapped underneath a rock on marathon day. <laughs> Did you get your marathon time? Well, I didn't get to the start line until <laughs> the Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how nervous and anxious the, the celeb start's going to be this year? Especially when we know we, we know a lot of them, because we've had chats with them. We know all the training that's gone into oh, it. I think it's going to be a good scene. Yeah. It's a laugh, but it's still... It's quite high, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Quite, it's, it's all quite agitated. It's full on. Yeah. I'm going to need your haircut to now and then. Yeah. And to get some more Trevor Sorby hair clay. I left it in Brighton. You, you, I've put, you put like an you idiot ever since. You set your hair, do you, before the marathon? I set my hair every yeah. day. I'm a very vain man. <laughs> That's the virtue of the crew cut, you see. Yeah, but you do let it grow out sometimes, don't oh, you? Yeah, it's grown out a bit now, but I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, 
He'll be so blown right, off but, before the... I reckon by the 23rd... Gets a bit grandma. Gets a bit grandma before <laughs> I uh, get it off. So what about gigs? What have you got in the pop performance-wise scene now Disc then? Uh, gigs, I'm... Uh, I'm doing Brighton Comedia this weekend. Oh, lovely. A few gigs. I'm doing a five-mile... You can pick up my Trevor Sorby hair, Clay. I can, actually. I'll pick it up. I'm Are you going to go up into the hills again? I'm doing a five-mile road race in Victoria Park on Saturday. Yeah. And, uh, and a Club 22 on Sunday, hopefully. Just the last big long run before the marathon. And, uh, yeah, it should be good fun. The gigs will be right, love. Yeah. It's lovely down in Brighton. And you are where are you this weekend? Oh, also, Brighton that weekend gave me loads of money for Parkinson's UK. Very generous So I people. just want to tell you that I haven't counted the bucket yet, but I reckon it was hundreds of pounds. The Keep counting an eye of, line and you'll be able to see. The counting of the bucket's going to be huge, isn't it? Oh, it's going to take me days. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I haven't done it. I've got a comedy store bucket and a comedian Brighton bucket, Warning Magpie, and they're too heavy to lift and too time-consuming to so count. I get the impression that you do that after the marathon as part of the... <laughs> Sort of ritual of it. I'd like to do it now so I right. can share it with the virtual world and right. I can say, oh, well, I'll give some money as well. But equally, just got a lot going on. That's a lot of grubby cash to get out in the house. Yeah. But there we are. So, we'll be coming up. We've probably broken six miles, maybe yeah. six and a quarter. Yeah, six is fine. And I think we're going to... It's nice. Because we're taking it easy. And you, if you are doing London, and it's a week and a half away... You should be taking it. Even You'll be in the wind-down zone, yes, definitely. Yeah. But it's really nice. To, lots of good dialogue now. The season's kicking in, and we'll always try and help, even if we've got no idea. So, uh, One tip. I know we'll be giving more specific tips next week, just right before the marathon. Yeah. I do like to buy my race trainers about four or five days before, go for a couple of really short runs, and then just race a marathon in... I know that's unorthodox, oh. but I just feel the bounce and I've I never had any problems, you, especially if you know a, a trainer that you like. I think you're looking at a blister-related court case. Never had one. Never <laughs> had one. I found the shoe that works. I get it the same one every year. And have you ever had any foot trouble? It's just fresher. I've had no blisters. <laughs> that's not what I asked. <laughs> well, I, I've got new shoes, but I'll have run 100 miles in them before the marathon, which is more, it's the same thing, only more orthodox. Oh, yeah, let's get the marshes centre behind us. Look, there we are. What they need here, though, is a new pavilion, wouldn't you say? Definitely need a new one. Yeah, you should have a pavilion. There we go. That was nice. Yeah. Good fun. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Talking, <laughs> 